are live, I think, on the Hake Report. I was just telling the people to make sure you catch uh, Bond clips on the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Also on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at Rebuilding the Man. And Rumble.com slash Rebuilding the Man. Just FYI. But I am live on Rumble and Hake Rumble, the Hake Report Rumble, and YouTube. Yes, I'm live on YouTube, I think. Am I live? And uh, elsewhere. Let me check on, uh, on Rumble, on Odyssey, I mean. Going to have a fun loosey-goosey Tuesday show. We'll be getting to your calls. Yes, we are streaming on Odyssey. Going to talk about the January 6th propaganda. whole bunch of, bl- of blind, brainwashed losers talking about... Am I streaming there? Did I select it? Let me see. Oh, no. Did I not select it? Oh. I'm mad. I'm mad. Uh, sorry, guys. Those of you who... Are, no, no. Nothing, nothing you can do about it now, Nick. It's my fault. I set up the stream, and I didn't check it, but I didn't connect the stream on Restream. I'm always telling Sean to get this right, get it right, but I didn't check my own. What a mess. Here. Over here. I guess. Okay, anyway, guys, we're going to talk about the fake history stuff. Let's see if I can shake it off. Shake it off. Um... Bunch of propaganda, CRT, people's history of the United States or whatever. And January 6th was a terror attack or, or something like that. You know, insurrection or whatever. Dumb. It's, it's silly. And so don't fall for it, guys. Okay? Man, I guess I'm just going to have to... Is it going? Is it... Psh, hold on. I'm so no, I'm not changing. I can't change it. Yeah, post the link in the other stream. Um, I can't change it. It's too late. We're going already. Uh, for those of you who may be lost on the alternative platforms or the podcast platform, I set up my YouTube, uh, but I didn't connect it to the right to connect it from the restream thing. So it started another YouTube stream. Stupid. Anyway, um, let me see if I can at least turn this private or something like that or something. Turn that off. Go over here. Um, What else is happening? There was a kidnapping in Mexico, guys. Did you hear about that? Um, In Mexico. A kidnapping in Mexico of four Americans, and they were black Americans. They were confused with Haitians is what people are thinking. Ridiculous. I guess, it, can I turn it unlisted? Hold on. I'm distracted here because I don't like this thing not working right. Unlisted. Done. Save. And then over here, let me go to here and fix this. 
Full shows. Boom. Yes. Okay. All that and your calls, guys. What a mess. What else do I want to cover today? Oh, Indian mascots. Another, more propaganda. Indian mascots, like American Indians, they hurt the mental health of children. Makes me want to spit these evil people. How about the anti-white propagandas? Does that help the, hurt the mental health of children? Stupid. I'm throwing around the, the S word. Sorry, kids and parents. Not sorry, but forgive me. Regretfully. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. guys doing i am fine even though i'm got mad right now um and i am wearing my women's history month (laughs) t-shirt i got this from longo toyota see the woman right here isn't she pretty it's an oakley shirt i got it from a toyota dealership in el monte longo toyota shout out years ago (laughs) uh it's Women's History Month. It's cringy and, and liberal and s- silly. Mildly attractive. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to the Facebook crew. Uh, makes you want to spit, but I cherish women. <laughs> Just like our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. We cherish women on the hate report. <laughs> uh, the only... And I'm on JLP's network, you may know, but the only months that Jesse respects is White History Month in July and Men's History Month in, uh, in August. But we cherish women on the Hague Report. And JLP, I'm sure he, he loves women. Which is great, isn't it? Afternoon to you over there on the Rumble crew. People are already in afternoon over there on the Rumble crew. Rumble.com slash The Hake Report. Let me tell you about, briefly, the January 6th propaganda is falling apart. But they're holding on to it. And they're going to be shameless about it. And just like... When I argue with the black, or when anybody argues with the black, never argue with the blacks. Never argue with anyone. But when you're debating with them or telling them the truth, they will refuse, just like these communists, shamelessly just steamroll over whatever you have to say, whatever points you have to say. JLP is good at that, too. He just steamrolls over your lame liberal side side note points or intellectual side note points with the main point but there with the they steamroll with lies jlp steams roll with steamrolls with the truth the basic truth the big picture truth and they'll try to 
caricature the big picture by saying, ooh, America was built on slavery of blacks and genocide of the Indians, of the American Indians, right? And it's a terrible lie. It's ridiculous. And that's the same thing with the January 6th propaganda. They propagandize Trump as a liar, biggest liar ever, such and such thousands of lies that he allegedly told. And a lot of stuff that they said were lies were the truth. And they were most upset when he told the truth, such as, like I've said many times, Mexico is not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. And that was a truth that had NBC and uh, Univision, maybe, and whoever else was associated with him. Running for the hills. I think NBC played his... The Apprentice show, maybe. I don't know. He had some sort of deal with them. Maybe they played his uh, Miss Universe pageant or something. But he told the truth, and they hated him ever since. And they were hating him even before that. Back in 2011, 2012, he played like he was going to run for president. They went after his businesses. He backed off, and they backed off, too. Probably they hate him based on politics and based on... Because they believe in politics, not God, not truth. Tomorrow is International Women's Day, Hakes, says Jupiter. Oh, nice. <laughs> More propaganda. Ridiculous. So as I told you on hate in Hake News, and it's stuff that I've been telling you forever. Oh, it was mostly peaceful capital protest. Uh, Tucker Carlson, based Tucker Carlson, is he my competitor? He called it, a mo- he called it mostly peaceful chaos. See? Mostly peaceful chaos. I said, oh, they were mulling around... The Capitol like a museum, like it was a museum. Respectful grandmas went in. They were charged with parading and stuff like that. And uh, even that guy, the guy whom they called the QAnon shaman, who had the horns guy, the horns on his head. Maybe that's what that guy was talking about, that caller who didn't want to repeat what his point was. Keith on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Maybe that's what he meant. The guy with the horns on his head. I thought he was talking about like calling somebody more like a devil, but maybe not. The QAnon shaman, who is like a Marine or some mili- former military guy who's a little nutty, maybe. Silly, funny, well-meaning. I remember he walked into the... There was one scene footage that we played years ago. Because this has been years ago, since January 6, 2021 A.D., the mostly peaceful capital protest. There was a stop the steal rally, and I disavow the notion of stealing. There was no stealing going on. Except for, except for uh, Nancy Pelosi's laptop. But he's all, man, you guys are patriots. Good for you. Well, it turns out that we learned on the show yesterday... Tucker Carlson's show, that he was praying with those guys, who, those uh, Capitol Police officers who were escorting him around. He was praying with them, thanking the Lord. I assume he would be praying to the Lord. And he was a mostly peaceful protester, but CNN called him a rioter. A rioter. Do, do they ever call Black Lives Matter rioters, rioters or do they call them protesters? 
Very selective with your language, commie nonsense network. Commie Nonsense Network reported Fox News host Tucker Carlson aired newly released footage on his show Monday, yesterday, from the January 6, 2021 Capitol attack. Mostly peaceful protest. It was breached. They shouldn't have broken the windows. Whoever broke those windows. Don't know who. Some of them got caught up, as we've said from the beginning. JLP talked about, oh, they got angry. They got caught up. They got excited, emotional. They, were, they, they walked into a trap to smear them. It included images of the mostly peaceful protester smeared by CNN as a rioter known as the QAnon shaman who was escorted around with cops, generally well-behaved. I think he was sentenced to three years. As well as Capitol Police Officer, Trump-supporting Capitol Police Officer, which we knew from the start, uh, Brian Sicknick, and I had claimed falsely because I was reading New York Slimes or some other news outlet that was repeating from New York Slimes that Brian Sicknick, the Trump supporting officer, was hit in the head with a with a uh, fire extinguisher. But weeks later, weeks later, we found out, oh, it was not a fire extinguisher. He died of a stroke the next day at just 42 years old. After that, sometimes wild, partly riotous, but mostly peaceful capital protest, which they called an attack. The fake news, including Haig, had falsely said, oh, he was killed with a fire, fire extinguisher. Other cops were hit with a fire extinguisher, but they survived just fine. And those guys who threw the fire extinguisher or swung it or whatever, they were charged, and rightly so. Were they feds? Who, don't, who knows? House Speaker, the Speaker of the House in name only, Rhino Kevin McCarthy of Bakersfield, California, who's been gunning for power. He granted Tucker Carlson access to the more than 40,000 hours of Capitol security footage from January 6th. CNN and other so-called news organizations, propaganda organizations, also requested the footage, but based Rhino Kevin McCarthy's office said they're still working out the process to make the footage more widely available. They did not comment further. And good for him, honestly. He's the one who functioned under Trump, but he's not really with Trump. But he functioned under him, Kevin McCarthy. So right on, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, He shouldn't be giving it to these people who... They cause trouble. You know, like CNN. CNN props up the Black Lives Matter stuff. Nonsense. Oh, hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot was a lie from the mainstream media and from the blacks probably, really, who were on the scene. Some of the blacks lied. Some of the blacks told the truth at Ferguson, Missouri, 2014. Black Lives Matter riots after the gentle giant Mike Brown did not have his hands up and say, don't shoot. He was charging it. Former officer Darren Wilson, who lost his job for doing his job. Ridiculous. Widely smeared by Black Lives Matter. Sleaze. I don't Evil is real poison. I can't say scumbags anymore. I can say it, but... He violated my innocence by telling me what it meant. (laughs) What it meant back in the day. It doesn't mean that anymore, man. <laughs> anyway. I'm not going to tell you what it means. 
because this is a family-friendly, child-friendly show. Right, kids? <laughs> That's right, Hake. But those people, they're dangerous with info because they'll selectively grab facts or even lie or misrepresent. And they'll put out stuff to smear the good people and to prop up the evil people, which is what they did with Black Lives Matter. Just the scum of the earth. I can say scum of the earth because that doesn't mean anything bad. I mean, it's not good to be the scum of the earth, right? But even King David, didn't he call himself lower than a worm? You're still a person, Black Lives Matter and mainstream media. (laughs) Nice. So, uh, by the way, you guys don't like Mike Pence, but I still like him. (laughs) Uh, Vice President Mike Pence has asked a judge to block a subpoena for his testimony related to January 6th. Who's subpoenaing him? I thought the January 6th committee, the the propaganda, the unselect committee was done with their stuff. He previously argued it was unconstitutional and unprecedented. So I have a tweet from Chuck Schumer related to this January 6th mess, and then I will get to your calls, guys. Chuck Schumer, the very unchristian person. He doesn't even look like a Christian, because he's not. Uh, He looks like a nice guy, I guess, maybe. But he's not a normal white, certainly. He tweeted, I will talk about, and this has probably already happened, I will talk about Tucker Carlson's outrageous manipulation of January 6th. Facts today with facts today at 10 a.m. on the Senate floor. This guy abusing his powerful position, elected position, right? Supposedly elected. No, it was totally on the up and up to uh, pretend that, oh, oh, it's Tucker Carlson who's manipulating facts. Typical communist. Accuse them of doing what you do. Kami. No, Kami is not even the right word. It's just an evil person. Maybe, he's an, maybe he is, but he's an evil person. And here's another tweet from another Trump hater. Truth hater. Who I sometimes like a little bit of what he says. Because he didn't get the Super Bowl halftime show. Adam Kinzinger. Kinzinger? He married a, he married a Latina. Adam Kinzinger looks like a white guy with a punchable face, kind of like our greatest friend, Matt Gates, also has a punchable face. I disavow punch calling faces punchable, but it's just kind of funny. Adam Kinzinger, look at that face. Punchable or not? I don't know, uh, whatever. Usually like an Air Force... Thanks for zooming in on that. (laughs) appreciate that. I have my handy-dandy sidekick (laughs) board operator, Hassan, over here, making it happen. He's pulling in a long hours today, six hours of board operation. Plus, six hours plus. If you count the pre-show stuff, yeah. Kinzinger is fighting with Rick Grinnell, who's a Trump gay, Trump guy. Rick, Richard Grinnell. I think he was like an ambassador or something like that under Trump. I don't know. He's a pretty competent guy. I don't know if he's a Christian, but he's like Trump friendly. 
He said, shame on you both, Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Shame on you both. And I believe that this is related to the January 6th coverage that Tucker exposed. Actually, Tucker didn't say much that was new. We all knew it. I've been talking about a lot of what Tucker said forever. But he did show some new footage that proved Sicknick was just fine. He wasn't dead uh, the day of, anyway. So they're fighting two egos fighting over who should be ashamed, right? Rick Grinnell, not exactly morally straight, but he's a Trump-supporting guy. I appreciate him for that. I remember he spoke one time down in, like, Palm Springs or somewhere alongside uh, Ann Coulter and JLP spoke. So I've seen him before, before he was even in the Trump administration. Oh, trust me, Mr. Grinnell, says Adam Kinzinger. Between you and I... You and me. Deep down, it isn't me that is ashamed. You know better, and you have sold yourself out to power. So claims Adam Kinzinger, who has retired. He's not running again. Maybe because he's not uh, marketable. He can't market himself. Trump finished him. Even though he's young, he's like... Just a few years older than me, maybe. Adam Kinzinger, a Trump-hating guy. He's a never-Trump type of guy. He married a woman who was uh, Pence's assistant or something like that. Adam Kinzinger, age. He was in the House of Representatives. He's only 45 years old with that punchable face. <laughs> I Don't call faces punchable, kids. A so-called Republican, a Republican, and Liz Cheney, didn't she leave the Republican Party? Did Liz Cheney leave? Leaves Republican Party. I think she did. I forget. She's not important. She'll probably come on the scene to go against Trump later. But that's that. that uh, it's dumb. A whole lot of fighting. Like JLP said, this politics stuff, it's all ego. Don't take sides. A tweet. Here's a tweet, though, blaming Trump. Let me talk about this briefly, guys. Should Trump be to blame for uh, not pardoning the January 6th mostly peaceful protesters, some of whom went a little out of control? I ca- talked to one on my show who the feds busted down his door and... He was seen on security camera, I guess, inside the Capitol, walking in through a window. He thought it was a door. But then when he got to the window, maybe he knew it was a window. But he had the crowds pressing on him. That was his excuse for walking through the door, through the window. The crowds were pressing on him, you know, because it was very crowded. Uh, and he didn't do much, but he was trespassed, I guess you could say, or walked through a broken window. He didn't break that window. But he was like a... Sort of, he had some passion to him. Don't be too passionate. Don't be passionate. Some anger to him. I think he was trying to date a single mother at one point. My friend who called into my show, who was a January 6th guy who got 
his door busted down. I don't know if it was busted down, but the, the feds arrested him. He was in some trouble because they come down extra hard on the people who are for what's right but go outside the lines a little bit too much. And they went down extra hard on him. So here's a tweet blaming Trump. Cernovich tweeted out. And he, report, he tweeted multiple things like this over the years, really. He said, as I reported two days after January 6th, 2021, January 8th, he tweeted, Trump chose himself over the January 6ers. He didn't want to be convicted at impeachment. And that's why he didn't do the pardons, the blanket pardon of January 6th protesters who protested in his favor that day. You can call that the right choice, but make that argument. Say Trump running again matters more than January 6ers. Does it? I don't know. Does it matter more? Does Trump running again matter more than the January 6ers? Maybe. January 6ers did walk into a trap. They were, some of them were foolish going in there. Some of them, I don't know how they could know that they were actually, because the cops were like waving them in, right? In some places. Other places, no, they were too excited, overexcited. Source confirms Senate had, this is from 2021, Cernovich tweeted out. He's a journalist guy. Hit and miss, but I like him. Senate had the needed Republican votes to convict Trump in the impeachment trial. Don't expect Trump to do any interesting pardons. He's been told the votes are there, but that it's suicide for GOP to, put, to be put in that position. Which split the party in half. That's when uh, they were talking about, oh, Trump needed to pardon Julian Assange. And who else did they need, need him to pardon? Edward Snowden. And some of them wanted to, him to do a blanket pardon of the January Sixers. I don't know if he even thought of that. Maybe they, he did, because there were some people calling for that. January 6th to January 20th. That's, four, what, two weeks. He had two weeks to think about it. But he was thinking about a lot at that point. And some people think, oh, you can't do a blanket pardon before you're even charged. But no, Uh, according to the Department of Justice, this is a screenshot shared by Cernovich, pardon on J6, per the DOJ, it would be highly unusual, but there have been a few cases where people who had not been charged with a crime were pardoned, including, show the uh, DOJ one next, Hassan. The, specifically the highlighted par- portion. This is from the DOJ website. There were people who had not been charged with a crime but were pardoned, including President Gerald Ford's pardon of President Richard, Snick- Richard Nixon. Based Richard Nixon. Was he a good guy? I think maybe. After Watergate. President Jimmy Carden par- Carter pardoned Vietnam da- dra- draft dodgers. Can I speak? It's a tongue twister, guys. <laughs> Uh, And I stutter sometimes. Jimmy Carter pardoned the Vietnam draft dodgers and President George H.W. Bush, Bush the daddy, his pardon of Kaspar Weinberger, whoever that was. Our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, pardoned Joseph Arpaio, Joe Arpaio, and others after they were charged and convicted, but prior to sentencing. Based Joe Arpaio, Joe Arpaio says, Trump is my hero. And he didn't have a hero before that. Shout out to Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who's like 90 years old now. A real American hero. Good for him. 
And Claston Bernard, who has been on the Jason Lee Peterson show before, he said uh, in response to somebody else that, uh, that somebody had claimed that Trump bailed on the people who supported him on January 6th. Pardoned all his white-collar buddies and blacks <laughs> before leaving office. And Claston Bernard said, Claston Bernard is a Jamaican guy. He's an American guy. He's, but he came th- here from Jamaica. Olympic athlete. Talented guy. I think he ran for office over there in, uh, I forget what state he's from, like Minnesota, one of those st- states. He said, this is like blaming guns, the guns, and not the criminals who use the guns. That's what those people are who are turning on Trump over not pardoning the January 6th guys, is what he says. I think he's saying, people were falsely detained and you are mad at Trump. Yeah, some people were falsely detained. Or extra hard, but punishment doesn't fit the crime, or the, you know, the detainment doesn't fit the crime. Something isn't right about that kind of thinking, he says. The ones who concocted the Soviet plot. Oh, he ran in Louisiana, says Big Bump. Thank you, Claston Bernard. Uh, The ones who concocted the Soviet plot are responsible. Yeah, you're holding Trump responsible for... uh, It's not like they're not going after Trump, too. They're going after everybody. And what did Trump really know? You know, what did Trump really know about how bad it was going to be for the January Sixers. Uh, As Surik says, Trump didn't tell them folks to go down there and act like a wild monkey. He said, go down there peacefully. Make your voices heard. We need peace, he said. Uh, And how did he... Who did he know... What, if he did a blanket pardon, what if those, some of those are feds or some of those are Antifa or some of those are Black Lives Matter, which some of them, one of them in particular was a Black Lives Matter, what was called a grifter by other Black Lives Matter people. That light-skinned guy, John Sullivan or something like that, John, something, Earl something, Sullivan, something or other, who was like, burn this beard down. He was trying to get people doing evil stuff. Just an excitable... I don't want to say scumbag, but scumbag. Not like that. Evil is real. <laughs> Man, he's poisoned my mind. Evil is real. Poisoning my mind. <laughs> Jaden X is his name? Wait, I don't know. Uh, so, right on, Claston Bernard. So, anyway, I'm going to get to more history propagandist mess. <sighs> it's ridiculous. But first, let me get to a call or two, guys. It's 9, th- nine at 9.30 a.m. here in L.A., 32 specifically. Josh in Georgia is on the line. Josh, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Hey, How you doing, sir? Doing fine. Thank yes, you. Sir, happy Women's History Month. <laughs> we cherish women, don't we? Maybe we cherish them, baby. <laughs> right on yes sir um i was uh i was calling about the um well 
First, I was going to ask you, you said you were in Vegas on Saturday. Did you hear about that uh, MMA uh, UFC fight? Oh, yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, Who won, the black guy or the blacker guy? The light-skinned black guy? Listen, it was a black American guy versus a black guy from France. Oh, okay. And um, the black American guy, his name is John Jones. Uh-huh. He's like the, they say he's the greatest MMA fighter of all time and I and I believe he is. Oh really? And it's just it's just a perfect example of how blacks are entertaining, man. It's oh, another yeah. perfect example. And so like he was he was born to do that. <laughs> like if you watch his fights and all that it's like uh I don't know. He it, it, it was it's uh it made, it made me think of uh, how you always say blacks are entertaining. <laughs> right. I did not know, you know that. The, I, I didn't know that he was that good. That's cool. Right on. Good. Yeah. So he won. Yeah. He you know he has a lot of haters because he because he's that good. Yeah. And so they I, you know a lot of people don't really know him, but okay. Yeah. He he's that level. But um. Anyway, uh, I was I was also going to call about um you know the. You're talking about propaganda. Yeah. Um, in the Civil War, pretty much. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I heard that guy on the Fallen State um, a couple weeks ago, and he said that, you know, the Civil War ended, pretty much nullified the Constitution. Yeah. After they didn't allow, you know, the South to secede. You're talking and about. And I said, yeah, that, I'd say it had nothing to do with slavery. It was pretty much about industrialization. It, they, the North, they found a a more efficient way to enslave people, and they had to impose it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the South. Uh, yeah, very interesting. I agree. That was Legal Man on the Fallen State a few yeah, weeks back. Legal Man, yeah. Legal Man. Interesting guy. Yeah, yep. he's right. And, I, and, and just like this January 6th, all the propaganda going on, I think... The fact they they even say that it had anything to do with slavery, I think that was all just propaganda as well. And like, it doesn't make sense to me that the, you know the you know what five thousand Northerners would say, "Oh, slavery is wrong. We're going to go fight a war just to free black people because we love you know white people up north. They don't care nothing about black people." Right. So it you know it, I don't even I think that's the it was just like the January sixth lie. They're doing the same thing, <laughs> you know, back, you know, back six, then that they're doing today. Six. I heard that 600,000 uh, Americans died in the Civil War. 600,000? 600,000. Dang! Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a grip of people. And, <laughs> grip. <laughs> Who's, yeah. Who came and, up and with that the guy, grip? Man, that he also word? said, you know, all wars are, are bankers' wars. It's like... um. You know, it's, it's all about the money, you know, and it's like it was industrialization in versus agrarian lifestyle, you know, country boys versus city boys, pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, terrible, man. And then they, and then the result is that you can't, are you not allowed to show your rebel flag at all? No, anymore? I can't. I can't. I just don't want to get into the habit of it. I just want to, okay. uh, yeah, I, I totally could if I wanted to. It's just that I don't like having to switch back and forth. And, yeah, you know, and then man. I'm on, I'm on JLP's 
I'm on JLP's right. channel too, and I have it. Oh, you might get him. There. I I, right. I wonder if I could if I do this consistently, perhaps we'll get a uh, remonetized. But um, yeah, right. I I still appreciate greatly appreciate the South and the beautiful flag, and uh, yeah, and it's about it's about love. The people who hate who hate it are about hate. But if you're yeah. But then, if you hate the people who hate the flag, then you're it's too. You're haters. a devil too. Two devils yeah. fighting, right? True. Terrible. Yep. And I, so, and yeah, you know, I'm I black, agree. man. I may start. I may get me a rebel flag shirt and just start wearing it around, and you know, just to. I remember you told me you wish I would wear my rebel flag T-shirt more. I think you were yeah, the one who said that. Yeah, it, it makes you look like you're not scary. You know, like right. <laughs> you can automatically tell, oh, okay, this dude is like this dude is like the typical white dude, that, right? That's scared of racism, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the Civil War, the so-called Civil War, the War of Northern Aggression. One guy told me it was called the right. war. The war between the states was it was a violation of the Constitution, I think, because uh, it was the end of it because the secession is constitutional. The South voted to secede. Those southern states voted to secede from the Union. And you have a right to do that. But I I sort of understand, I guess, uh, Abe Lincoln's... It makes... He wanted... Oh, he wanted the the country united. But that's kind of like... It's kind of like... Putin saying, Ukraine needs to be part of Russia. Basically, you know, <laughs> right. or, or something. Right. I don't know if I, I don't know if Putin's like, doing he, that, but it's like right. That's what that's that's what's happening. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really just it's like it's just like a man and a woman in a marriage fighting each other, you know. Yeah. And it's like and the woman, okay, the woman the is being difficult like to deal with. Yep. So the man, you know, he either he he leaves. Or, you know, he, you know, which is maybe the situation, or he stays and, you know, tries to do, but usually when he stays, you know, it, it's, he's dead anyway. Right. It's like whether there's children involved. I think it's, I think it's all the, everything can be explained by, you know, Adam and Eve, pretty much. <laughs> or all men, women relationships, you know? Yeah. That's the same thing with wars, you know, and it's and it's. But if the man gets mad at the woman and starts fighting her, then it's just two devils fighting, and it it, it was definitely not worth six hundred thousand people dying over whatever it was, you know. But right, that, I, I think that's what happens when two devils fight, right? And from what I understand, slavery was on its way out already. Naturally, it would have ended naturally. Um, it would right. have ended or continued naturally, and uh, it would have been better than what we have now. We have forced end of slavery and forced integration. I think segregation might have ended more naturally, and it would have been more reasonable. It would have been better because then there wouldn't have been, you know, the the black communities wouldn't have been enabled to be ghettos and, and criminal and supported without working. They were coming together naturally in the South, I heard, those who were up yep. for up for that. And those who weren't, that's fine too. This is America. You can associate with whom you want to. You can yep. you can shape your community how you want to. But no, the feds and the states 
and the bigger, more central governments are imposing on the free people. What a shame. Yep. That's yeah. what they do. And, uh, you know, I, I like the, I like the, I think the South was too powerful because they, they depend on farming and, you know, what, what God, you know, what, in the Bible said we have to earn our, our, um, work the ground to our toiling or whatever. Yeah. 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 And, and so the industrialization is like technology comes in. Now they're putting us in factories and now we work for a paycheck and can get laid off. But if you know how to farm, you know, you can, you know, the song, a country boy can't survive, right? I have not heard, heard that, that song. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. I know the chat knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> but that's a, that's a, you know, you can live off the land. You know, my grandpapa taught me to live off the land nice. instead of being a businessman. You know, you, you, you can go anywhere and, and survive, you know? So it's a good skill. That's, that's for sure, man. It's yeah. A good, it's a good, it's good to be able to work. Yep. Nice, man. Appreciate it, Josh. All right. No problem, man. I love the show. Keep it up, man. Thank you. Take care. Yes, yes, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Tate is a first-time caller in California on the line. Tate, how are you doing, man? Are you there? Come off of mute. He's a first-time caller. He may be a boomer or a Gen Xer. Come off of mute, man. Let me put him on hold. Tate's not ready. He's new. Well, can you check on Tate for me? Uh, Sean out there, maybe. Or Nico or somebody. Check on Tate, because Tate's not ready. But Tate is great. Nah, Kate is great. This is Women's History Month, guys and gals. And speaking of womenly history, it's ridiculous. (laughs) He's a history propagandist. He's very effeminate. In my opinion, January 6th and CRT, this is clip 11, and Wokeness is a Twitter account that uh, shared this from CNN. Ken Burns, ever heard of him? Never heard of him. He's a director, documentary filmmaker. I'll show you pictures of him in a second. On Tucker Carlson, releasing the January 6th footage. It's a huge threat to our republic, he says. At least he didn't call it a democracy. You can tell he's part white. <laughs> oh, there he is. Thank you, Hassan. That's, look at him. Doesn't he look sort of uh, a little too smiley and soft? And uh, shave that, man. Either shave it or grow it out, but make up your mind. <laughs> nah, whatever. And his hair is kind of like how his beard is. But okay, it's, maybe it's natural, but it doesn't look totally natural to me. His beard is like gray, and you could barely call that a beard. It's like scruff. It's more than a five o'clock shadow. And, you know, he's slim. It's, it's good to be slim. And then he has his black hair. Is that dyed black? It's like a bushy black hair. Uh, anyway, I'm commenting on his appearance. And so he's also bashing in this clip. It's a 30-second clip. It kind of starts in the middle of it and then it ends in the middle of it. He bashes the Florida education bill as an assault on liberties, is what the Chiron says. Is that how you pronounce it? Cryon? Chiron? He's bashing what DeSantis and Republicans are doing against the CRT, critical race theory, nonsense, mumbo-jumbo, communist, false history, like what Trump did. Trump stood against the, I think it was called the People's History, a People's History of the United States or something like that, by Howard Zinn. I remember Trump named Howard Zinn. 
Howard Zinn, not a Christian, by the way. He's not even living anymore. His son is still around standing up on behalf of his father's dumb propaganda, pretending America was built on slavery and genocide. Uh, Here's the clip. Ken Burns on Commie Nonsense Network CNN with two or three other CNN people. Maybe it was on a morning show. I don't know when this was, but he's... I think it was actually maybe even this morning. Talking about, you know, the fake history of blacks, slavery, you know, with the 1619 Project Mumbo Jumbo and all that. Here he is, Ken Burns. DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. They're exclusive. They're they're narrowing the focus of what is and isn't American history. It's terrifying. It feels like a Soviet system or, you know, the way the Nazis would build a Potemkin village. Tucker Carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from one six. It's just uh, a a kind of rewriting of history at the most dangerous level. It's 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 huge threat to our republic. Wow. What a lying, effeminate, propagandist, liberal. And he is, I looked him up, this Ken Burns guy, I'd never, I feel like I'd seen him around before. I'd seen him on, you know, like news reports or something before. But I wasn't really familiar with him. Kenneth Lauren Burns. Born in 1953, so-called American filmmaker known for his documentary films. And he's made a bunch of them. The Civil War, one called The Civil War in 1990. Probably a bunch of hogwash, to steal a term from uh, Asmodor, our resident historian, real historian. Oh, look at him. Yeah, The Civil War, Baseball, 1994. The National Parks, 2009. The Roosevelt's, 2014. The Vietnam War, 2017. Country Music, 2019. Oh, and he's a Democrat. A Democrat. A male grown, adult, Democrat. What's his early life? He was born in New York. Okay, all right. Born in New York. Got to cut him a little bit of slack there. He he didn't know better. His family moved frequently. Uh, Hippies. He described his family as hippies. Okay. Uh, Don't know much. Can't tell if he's a normal white or Christian or... Doesn't seem like a Christian. If his family were hippies, no hippies are Christians. No Christians are hippies. Except for the liberal uh, musicians. (laughs) The U.S. and the Holocaust. Whatever, man. Uh rewriting of history. Look, he's all into the spotlight. Look at him in the front. Well, I don't know how into the spotlight he is, just based on the photograph, but is he dyeing his hair? To me, that doesn't look natural. Looks a little... But anyway. We're bashing him hard on the Hague Report. These are pictures from his Wikipedia. It's all soft. Oh, soft. His father-in-law was a psychologist. One of his father's in- father-in-law's father's-in-law. He told me that my whole work was an attempt to make people long gone come back alive. He was well-read as a child. He absorbed the family encyclopedia, preferring history to fiction. Well, 
Isn't that cute? Look at that guy with his soft, girly smile on Today Show. All the liberal media loves him, apparently. This guy, CNN propagandist. What is that one? Oh, he's, he put out a new book a couple months ago. Our America, a photographic history. So this guy is pretending that, oh, um, Trump protecting, you know, protecting the whites and the blacks from false black victimhood propaganda and the engines from false black, false engine genocide propaganda and uh, pushing that we push the truth rather than... um, Rather than LGBT propaganda, I don't know how, where he stands on the LGBT stuff, but he is a demon rat, according to his Wikipedia, Democrat. And, uh, and Tucker Carlson giving a little bit more balance, actually a lot more balance to the January 6th narrative. Give me a break. Calling it a threat to our democracy. Rewriting history. Uh, l- not inclusive. That's a dumb liberal communist female-minded buzzword. Today's show scum, says Lisa. Shout out to Lisa, our resident health expert. Uh, Mina says something about him that I disavow. I don't think, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, Give me a break. You know, it's terrifying. It's like the, it's like the commies, Soviet. It's like the Nazis uh, thing. How about the false propaganda about Trump? The false propaganda about January 6th? The false propaganda about Charlottesville? Hello? Trump told the truth about Charlottesville. Very balanced. Perhaps too balanced. Perhaps too fair. The mainstream media... Yeah, we're rewriting history because you have fake history. You put fake history, liberals. Anyway. Let me get to Tate... In California, he is ready. I do believe Tate. Hello, hey, first time caller. How are you doing, man? Um, uh, yeah, I was um, arguing with um, one of the people in the chat. Oh, okay. He said that I wasn't the real Earl. You weren't the real um, Earl. Yeah, we have the Earl. Um, that's because I wanted to talk to you about um, Lori Lightfoot. You wanted to talk to me about Lori Lightfoot. Go. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Who do you think would be um, the next mayor after Lori Lightfoot? Oh man, I couldn't tell you. I hope that it's the guy who the police are on his side for the sake of the Chicagoans. But yeah, it may well be that Brandon Johnson, not the good Brandon Johnson. Yeah, they need they need to bring back um, like um, you know the automobile industry back because uh, you know China took all that from us. Yeah. Well, I mean it's. They took it from us because we gave it up because we brought in the unions. We uh, brought in yeah. the NAT. Was it what was it called? NAFTA. That was a very beta move right there. I don't know who who decided to do that. What the unions or NAFTA or both? All that, all all the union stuff and all the um, giving up jobs to the third world countries. That that's very beta. Yeah, I mean, minimum wage is a very beta thing to have. We should not be having minimum wage too. All kinds of things. Oh, 
Uh, how is one last thing I would like I would say that William Runner in the chat he's a player. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I'll cut you some slack for saying that because uh, we don't do chat wars. We don't do wars with the chat on the Hake Report. So don't worry about William Runner and William Runner. Don't worry about Tate. So, uh, yeah, don't do that. That's it. But I appreciate your call, man. Uh, good to hear from you, man. Call me again sometime. All right. All right. Take care. Tate in California. Nice. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, we don't do drama fighting mess. Unless it's entertaining, and even when, even then, it's uh, it's hit and miss. Follow my lead. <laughs> How about that? <sighs> Do I have time to cover this? Let me see if I can plow through this. It's a bit long, but let's see if I can finish it. Indian mascots are hurting the mental health of children, <laughs> says this. I saw some liberal male writer, speaking of these liberal males, post this on Twitter, on his Twitter a month or so ago. Summary of the APA, American Psychological Association, talking about a communist communist buzzword, forsake pastors and counselors and men of God and fathers and God within, deus intra, Shout out to Deus Intra. Forsake all that and go to psychologists. <laughs> Sorry, kids, don't don't imitate retarded people. Um, APA resolution recommending retirement of American Indian mascots, and I love that they call it American Indian. That's how you know that this is so two thousand five because nowadays they call it Ooh, Native American stuff. This is a quote from President Ronald F. Levant. EDD, he has an educational doctorate, I guess, former APA president. The use of American Indian mascots as symbols in schools and university athletic programs is particularly troubling. Oh, are you troubled, Mr. Psychologist? Psychologists, I thought they were supposed to have a stable mind, not troubled by anything. Losers. Don't say losers too much, kids. Because schools are places of learning. Oh, yes, let's watch. Let's pretend like we're watching out for the kids. Same people pretend that that, uh, gay is not a mental illness, right? It's a spiritual illness, too. These mascots are teaching stereotypical, misleading, and too often insulting images of, of American Indians. These negative lessons are not just affecting American Indian students. They are sending the wrong message to all students. He says this, Ronald F. Levant, who doesn't sound like a Christian to me, certainly doesn't look like one, out of Los Angeles, a psychologist, professor, former president of, of American, un-American, more like, psychological association, psycho association. He graduated from Berkeley and Harvard. Psh- no early life check for him on <laughs> Anyway, whatever. So in 2005, the APA called for the immediate retirement of all American Indian mascots. 
American Psychological Association getting all self-important, trying to involve themselves in the culture because they're irrelevant. But the more relevant they make themselves, the more the people listen to scum like them. I can say scum, right? Don't say that too much, kids. Uh, the worse society gets, the more female-minded liberal male it gets. In 2005, the APA called for the immediate retirement of those things, and they're still doing it, right? I like seeing Trump do the tomahawk chop. <laughs> uh, some say I'm not engine, part engine. I might be. I might not be. Based on a growing body of social science, which is a communist buzzword, social science literature that shows harmful effects of racial stereotyping and inaccurate racial portrayals, including particularly harmful effects on of American Indian sports mascots on the social identity development and self-esteem, self-esteem, not confidence, self-esteem. You want to esteem yourself. I remember reading about self-esteem in like fourth grade, and then I had a dream about it. Some girl I liked said, it's self-esteem. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like in fourth grade. What is offensive about the tomahawk chop? I don't know, but dumb, liberal, fake Christian uh, Colbert, Stephen Colbert, said, oh, the NFL wants to end racism, but the fans are going, the tomahawk chop, so much for ending racism, the NFL fails to end racism. Dumb. So anyway, I have the whole report. There's a woman named Stephanie Freiberg, PhD at University of Arizona. These people have infiltrated uh, everywhere undermines the ability of American Indian nations to portray accurate and respectful images of their culture, presents stereotypical images of American Indians, is a form of discrimination against American Indians. Dumb. Everybody discriminates. It's funny. It's fun. And it's an honor. If you're too uh, sour grapesy to take that as an honor, then... Two on your ideas, not you. I was going to say two on you, but no, we don't spit on people. <laughs> to eradicate the hurtful presence of stereotypical imaging of American Indians. Meanwhile, you're stereotyping whites as racist all the time. Oh, look at that. There's another one of their things. And some other study, peer-reviewed studies. This is why I spit on the notion of peer-reviewed studies. More like pew-reviewed studies or something. The psychological effects of Native American mascots. See, this one is more recent. They started calling them Native Americans. I'm Native American. If you were born here under the, uh, all that stuff, then you are a real Native American. These people are American Indians. So the APA, trash. I will get to your calls, guys. Now it's time for some music. Yes, music. Hake music, or is it fake music, or is it both? Oh, this is for the kids who are parents, originally by the Shags. I disavow the Shags. It's a girl group, three sisters, 
Christians, I think, uh, covered by Danielson family. It's a Christian band. Hope you enjoy it, guys. Uh, press mute. Cover your ears or a grin and bear it. This is from the 2001 compilation, Better Than the Beatles, a tribute to the Shags. Song originally by the Shags from their 1969 album, Philosophy of the World, which was in the top five favorite albums of that guy who killed himself uh, from Nirvana. Uh, That's what I heard. I was reading about it. But enjoy your musical Philistines, and I'll be right back for the rest of our two hang tight. Well, wasn't that nice? This song is about Hake. <laughs> Nirvana, LOL. Frog Eyes is greater than Kurt No Brains. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. I could mosh to this, says DJ Alan Paul. That's right. He has good taste. 
Thank you to Spoiler Alert, who shares the, uh, the track. Uh, nice. Let me check for some Super Chats, guys, over here. Uh, oh, yes, indeed. There are some Super Chats here on Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. Willie Pal gave support and said, good show, Hake. Keep up with the good work. Clap. Applause. Appreciate that, man. Thank you kindly. As always, for the support, someone bought a coffee. Yeah, heard, and I heard this too. I mentioned it in Hake News that California mountain towns are covered in several feet of global warming, <laughs> which is to say, snow. Or as my brother used to say when he was a little kid, snow, snow. Except his nose was in his run- stuffed up. Uh, Newsom, as in Gavin Newsom. Not to be confused with Joanna Newsom, who is his cousin. Shout out to Joanna Newsom. Great musician as well. Declared a state of emergency. Then went to Baja for vacay. Oh, yeah, somebody told us that. Was that Evgeny Crosby who said that, said that uh, Gavin Newsom is vacationing in Mexico? Yeah. What's up, Evgeny Crosby? We finally know how to f- pronounce your name, even though that may not be your real name. Somebody on Twitter told us that Evgeny and Crosby are two talented tennis players. Not tennis. Uh, hockey players. I got hockey hair. Yes, I do. At least emergency services are working, goes on someone. Someone goes on with this super chat. Coffee. Emergency services are working, but taking weeks instead of days to clear the roads. Who cares about those more conservative mountain people anyway? That's right. Whenever I go up to beautiful Big Bear, I like to go up to Big Bear. It's fun. I I even saw a Confederate rebel flag flying on a truck. You know the one that I am hiding right now? This one? (gasps) Hey. Nice. I just saw a ghost. A ghost who is returning for his weekly show. A light-skinned ghost. He's not that light-skinned. 30% white. Um, who cares about those more conservative uh, mountain people anyway? Yeah, they're more conservative. I once wore a free George Zimmerman t-shirt when I was, like, it was in 2013 and 2012. Maybe it was even the day that George Zimmerman was acquitted because he was totally innocent or quite innocent in that... Uh, Totally innocent in regards to what he was charged with. Murder? Give me a break. Or in other things, violating Trayvon's civil rights, so-called civil rights or something. I don't know if they tried to do that, pull that one on him. Uh, yeah, those more cons- and those people were like, oh, nice shirt. I'm so glad that he got off because that was such an injustice. Yeah, there are more conservative, sensible people in those mountain towns. Surely Newsom planned ahead for, to build new reservoirs to capture the runoff when it melts. Yeah, exactly. Not. The phony politicians do not. They've had a mandate from the voters since like 2014. This is not part of the Super Chat. I'm just reacting. To build up the reservoirs. And for decades, they've been supposed to build up the reservoirs here in California because we have droughts every so often, right? When I was a kid, we had a drought. When I'm an adult, we have a drought. So we're supposed to build up the reservoirs so we're prepared, right? And we can maintain more of a surplus of water. But no, they don't do it. 
they have these environmental concerns and all kinds of phony things. False concerns, I think, probably. P.S. Buy me a coffee seems to need spaces in the name so it shows up as something other than someone. Testing the idea with this super chat. Huh, funny. Oh, so you didn't call yourself someone. Interesting. Carver didn't have a space in his name. Anyway, I don't know. Interesting. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, buy, me a, buy me a coffee. I learned about that from Nightwave Radio, and I think he got his Buy Me a Coffee platform back, but I still am on Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash, at, slash the Hake Report. So I appreciate that, guys. Let me check over here on Rumble as well as Odyssey. Nice. And uh, DLive, because DJ Jean-Paul sometimes sneaks in a, a diamond without my noticing. So let me get to Denny in Bulgaria on the line. Denny, how are you doing, man? I'm doing fine, Mr. Hake. I hope things are well with you. Doing well. Thank you. Appreciate that. Glad to hear. Mr. Hake, I'm calling because I was listening to your program and uh, a remarkable segment about uh, so-called slavery uh, was there on. And I wanted to highlight something that, uh, first of all, in the less developed regions like Africa, even today there are slaves. There's a slave market in Libya right now. Yeah. We speak. So what ended the slavery was the industrialization because, and I don't want to sound rude, I don't want to, you know, trouble anyone or anything. I just want to highlight the fact that right now, even today, people are basically commodities, right? So yeah. let's say you work uh, in a factory or something, uh, it might be a little bit difficult, it might be troublesome, yet... Uh, this is going to be, you will be treated as a commodity because there's no point in hiring somebody, teaching them how to work, teaching them what to do, and then work them to death. Even if it's something that's a manual labor or something like that, everything requires a specific level of finesse. So it doesn't work like that. Uh, there were, of course, abuses in, you know, in the slave relationships. But then again, you can see those same things in in, in today's world, right, there are big companies that are abusing their workers. They are, those workers are overwhelmed and underpaid. Yeah. They don't have enough to to afford their own homes. So basically, they're working and they have no savings and no chance of having any savings. So that's not really that different from what was back then. Because, you know, in fairness, the slaves weren't sleeping on the field or anything. They were housed. And this been it's been like that in the Roman Empire. I it, it's been like that in Asia, and I sincerely doubt that things were very very different across the ocean because it's the same methodology. It's a commodity. If you, and I'm sure, Mister, I'm not sure, but you no, know, let's say, Mister Haig, that you own a car, uh-huh. right? and you own a car, maybe you don't abuse the machine, right? I, I'm certain that you can buy a new one, but you know, if this one works. So why would you abuse it? Right. You, you have to use it. You're taking care of it. Yep. Same thing as having a horse. And I don't want to compare a horse to a slave or to a car or anything. I'm just giving it as an example because I think people are 
but not seeing very clearly. Again, I don't want to insult anyone, right? And I don't want to sound rude. No, I agree so with you, man. That, there was there was a. Uh, I don't know if you heard my store coverage last week of the family, one side of the family were the slave owners and the other side of the family were uh, slaves or started Black yeah, History that Month. Was so stupid, I, that, was, that was ridiculous. It was, but one of them, you know, the white man, male, apologized for the Holocaust that he, he said that his ancestors put upon his, uh, the black ancestors. And that's not a Holocaust. Slavery is not a Holocaust. What the heck? You're right. First, yeah, it's not Holocaust. Those people don't know what the word Holocaust means. Right. <laughs> and second of all, let's, I don't deal with ifs, but, you know, let's, for the sake of the argument, let's say my father owes you $10, right? And let's say she dies. Does that mean that I owe you $10 now? Because I don't think so. It's between you and him, and it had nothing to do with me. Right. So the same is, you know, and again, I'm just giving this as an example. I don't want to sound rude or anything. But, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. What, whatever the previous generation did was for the previous generation to the previous generation, and I don't think anything that serious was done in, in all fairness. I agree. Uh, again, they were, they were fed and housed and clothed. That's too, and again the the comparison with today. Yeah. Okay. So now you're free to now you're free to work wherever you want. But this mentality, this poisonous mentality, I would say, uh, that somebody owns you something, that somebody that the the most disgusting thing I've seen in my life was a few years ago. I was watching the local news, and there was a young man in his twenties. He was being interviewed, and he said that he didn't know which party he will vote for because he doesn't know who will take care of him. And this was a body-abled man, young man, working-able, and it was disgusting. And this was his mentality. And because that kind of a mentality, doesn't matter which party holds power at the moment. If this is your mentality, you're always going to be a slave. Right. So uh, even back then, the problem was never really slavery. It was people's mentality, and honestly, it was disgusting. So that uh, that segment that you played reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Nice man, appreciate your input. That's appreciate, logic. Uh, taking me. Uh, I beg your pardon. I said that's logic, manly logic, objectivity. It is objective. Yep. And with that said, Mr. Haig, I would like to thank you for taking my call. Kind regards to your viewers and your colleagues, and God be with you, sir. Thank you. You as well, Denny. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. Denny in Bulgaria. Earl is a first-time caller in Compton, California, I assume. Earl, thanks for calling, man. How are you doing? Hello, Haig. Hey. Um, it's me, Earl. It's Earl from Earl Hutchinson. From Jesse Lee Peterson's um, show in oh. the 1990s. Oh, really? Earl, is yeah. it? Wait, Earl Ofari? Yeah. Are you serious? No, Earl Hutchinson. Earl Hutchinson. Earl Ofari Hutchinson? Yeah. Are you trolling me right now or are you serious? No, I was on this show in 1990 uh, with those three other um, black guys, like, he black. 
But Earl, o- he went by Earl Ofari Hutchinson. Yeah. So you're 77 years old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that show was amazing. Remember when they were debating over Clarence Thomas? Yeah, that was before Clarence Thomas was confirmed as the Supreme Court Justice in like 1991. JLP interviewed Earl Fari Hutchinson, who's a liberal political analyst type of guy, activist. Uh, Wait, he became liberal? I thought he was, I thought he was uh, right-wing, like, Republican. Oh, maybe he is, but compared to Jesse, he's liberal. Like, you know how these black so-called conservatives are? There's, like, people who are... He's, he was... I don't know, I don't think of him as very conservative. <laughs> he's on Twitter, by the way, I think. Earl, Ofar, Earl Hutchinson. Um, he believes in racism, so I think of him as being a liberal. <laughs> oh, do you know how I would be able to get onto the following state with Jesse, like having an interview with him? Uh, as Earl Ofari Hutchinson, or as you yourself? Uh, as me. Either way, uh, contact the producer. Go into the fallenstate.tv and look into. Um, there's like a contact form, or get a come on the show type of thing and you just like fill out a little bit of information maybe show a video of yourself uh and uh go from there so okay yeah yeah he's uh i think he's anyway oops he cut out he hung up guys sorry for that noise that loud noise but thank you earl (laughs) From Compton. Uh, interesting call. Oh, I've been wanting to get to Jeff in Louisiana. Earl, you can, I guess you can call back, but it sounded like you were about done. Thanks, man. Uh, Jeff in Louisiana is on the line. Jeff, how are you doing, man? How about yourself, Hank? Doing well, thank you. It's good to hear from you. I just want to ask you a thing. Uh, I mean, you don't say nothing specifically, but the way you comment, what do you have against unions like union work? It's not the work that I have a, a problem with. No, it's not, the unions. Not, not the work, but the union itself. I mean, the unions. Right. Unions are, were started by socialists, uh, sleazy people, generally. And maybe it's completely all, all of them. They were started by people who were wolves in sheep's clothing. They tend to target the more ingrate of the... Say a, say a, a workforce is not unionized. Unions try to come in and say, hey, you guys should unionize. And they target the angry ones, as JLP has pointed out. And unions, the union bosses are oftentimes crooks, criminals, uh, corrupt, at least morally corrupt, if not uh, legally corrupt. And also uh, they tend to support Democrats. Now, some of the old school unions, some of them are more like pro-America. They weren't for the illegals coming in. Like uh, Cesar Chavez, one of the one of those guys, he didn't like what he called wetbacks, which is the illegals coming in because he was for the union, American worker unions. Right. So there's they're kind of hit and miss on some ways. And some of the union guys really like Trump because Trump is just a real guy. So there are some real, real people in the unions. There's good people in the unions, but at the top, they're not. They support Democrats. Go ahead. Okay, but where I'm coming from is I've worked for the same type of business 
you know, I've been utility worker, worked on power poles and everything else. I worked for the same business or same type of business, the same thing. One was a union, one was not. Uh-huh. I spent six years at the one that was not union. Yep. And by the time I left, I was making, I ain't going to say what I was making, but I was making, I left there after six years. I went to a union company and my pay went up $12 an hour. And it, it went up by it went up by twelve extra dollars an hour on top of what you were making before. Yeah, twelve dollars an hour pay, yeah. pay raise just just from twitching. And then when you go to a union, you know if you go to okay, say you go to Walmart, then you work at Walmart, and your boss just you know, pisses you off or something or does something, you say, "Well, screw him." Uh-huh. And here's you walking off, he can fire you immediately. Right. But with the union, they can't. Right. Isn't that corrupting? Yeah. That's what what you just described sounds like it's both spoiling and corrupting, because maybe you're it, not actually it, worth that extra twelve dollars an hour, and well, it, it's just it's costing. A, hold on, let me finish with my point. It's just costing okay. more jobs, and then you're you can't be fired even though you're a bad worker with a bad attitude, and so these unions, yeah, they they make it cushy for their union workers, they make it nice, and you're more protected. But it's not good for the long run because you're driving business out into China because in China they don't have unions maybe, and so they can don't have to uh, they don't have to pay a grip of money <laughs> using that using that word again to the un- they don't have to pay union stuff they don't, they don't have to take union breaks they don't have to get all this minimum weight base pay for people who don't even aren't even really worth all that money. Okay, so my. First, well, a couple of things I want to pop okay. First off, they're not flying somebody over here from China to call a power pole and hook up, do power, do work on power lines. Right. They're not doing that. The yeah. second thing is, is... But they are. They're bringing in all kinds of immigrants over here. But they're and not illegals. doing that. But, but, and but some of them, I know Hispanics who are, who may or may not be illegals who have been, uh, who have been, uh, Okay, but, who've been but climbing California. power poles and making all kinds but, of money, taking advantage but, of that but, same union mess. But you're you're in California, not do that all over the country. They right. they they don't fly them in. They just cross the border, little man. They don't fly them in. So yeah, they do. So they fly. it's not outsourcing. It's not outsourcing jobs. It is based on the company policy. It well, it is company policy, but in company, it's in countries that are close to the border. That they, our state's close to the border, they come over like that. No, those people, uh, illegals are shipped all around the country, man, and and immigrants too. They've since, been letting since in. Since come in. What's that? Since no, it's since, since decades. Since come in. For decades but, they've been doing it, maybe 100 years. Yeah, but I'm saying Spanish Democrats, no, Trump ain't read them. But then the second thing is, it's just like, like okay, y'all, it's hard to say this because y'all, y'all don't feel angry, y'all feel emotional, whatever. But if you walk in the morning, and JLP says something to you that that's derogatory, or you say something to him like, hey, he says, hey, hey, why are you late? Man, I had so something happen. Without well, union, he can fire you on the spot because he don't like you. But without union, he can fire you. He has to he has to write you up, and you have to go in front of a meeting with your union board. And the, the union, union board is corrupt. No, it's not. Yes, it's it is not. corrupt. Most of these, most of these people, it's just you're adding corruption on corruption. Okay, man, I'm. I'm gonna. I'll let you off this. I'm gonna say this way. Okay. You never worked for a union, so you don't know. But 
I, I, I disagree, disagree with you on that, but it's not. But what you described, I get, I get that you're more protected, and I get that you get better pay, and I get that you get those union breaks and all that stuff, but that's spoiling. And, those pe- and everything that I just said stands because unions support Democrats, not the good Democrats. They support evil Democrats. So all your union pay, and there's people who work for teachers, like people who are a teacher in California, you have to work for, you have to pay dues to the so-called teachers unions. And those teachers unions just support Democrats and the more corruption of the country. Yeah, I don't know as I don't know as much about the the uh, the trade that you're lot, in, but I bet you do those unions support Democrats? Find out for me and report back. Well, I'm retired now, but I'm saying other unions. You retired? How old are you? If you don't yeah. mind my asking. Forty-one. I just turned forty-one. And you're retiring? Man, I got I got I got retired because of union because of. Uh, going on at work. I got retired. Oh, they retired you. They forced you to retire. No, they didn't force retirement. I I had to retire because of medical issues. I've had in the past three years, I've had two broke, two fractured knees, a hip, a fractured hip, broken tibia people. Related to your work? Yeah. You fell off the power pole or something? You couldn't focus or what, what happened to you? Well, now it's, uh, well, like my left ACL, I just climbed the ladder and my ACL gave out. Uh, wow. A fractured knee, I was walking in a house and they had the lights turned off and I threw a fractured knee and I mean just crap like that happened but but when it happened they you know, they said, Okay, here we'll pay this amount per month and we'll we'll pay two year salary to buy you out. So they'll pay you a two year salary to buy you out and so now you you're retired. Are you gonna do other work? Or do you have any no, plans? No, because I, I get paid. I, I still got health benefits. I get paid every month. I, Man, well, this not, is you. You remind me of uh, of Frederick, who's also in his forties and he's retired because he's a retired veteran, and he's just sitting around listening to shows and calling in and talking a bunch of nonsense. Not that you're talking nonsense, but he is. Well, you're, man, ta- um, you're talking mine's medical issues, man. I mean, all my stuff happened on the job, happened at work, and yeah, they said I couldn't do that. They said. That I wasn't physically able to do what they wanted me to do. Right. So they offered, you know, I, I could fault it and try to get back, but man, I. I no, you could find something else to do. Find non union work or something or uh, start your own thing. But I, only reason I'm saying that is because it's not good to be. Uh, what's that thing when you're just sitting around? Um, what is that? You get at idle. Around, yeah, not good. To, good to be I, perfect word. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's not good to be idle. But I'm not idle. I, I got you know, man. I got I got six acres of land. I got. Oh, so you're working. Lane, so you're working your land. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty keep much. keep busy. Do stuff that's that's good and useful and and uh. Yeah, man. Man, contribute to society. But do you understand? Don't, don't do. do you understand my point about? About unions being kind of spoiling some yeah, of the workers. Some, some of them are, some of them are now. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this now: like a teachers' union, you get you get three months off a year automatically. But that has nothing you to do with that. the union, I think. But you're right. Yeah. But but you get that you get you get time off every year, and I don't know about you, but when I was going to school, they want to gripe about pay. Yep. I never walked through the park on a city teacher driving an old car. Say again. 
I said, well, you know, they won't grab that pay. I said, I never walked through the park on my school and seen a 20-year-old car out there. <laughs> they're, do- they're driving fine cars, huh? Yeah. yeah they're, I mean, everything's, you know, you're driving a brand-new car, you're, you're eating. And then there's this crap now I protect them with, and you go watch TikTok. I got a teacher on going, well, I came out to my kids today as trans. Right. And I feel so happy. I was confirmed by a five-year-old. And their jobs are protected. Right. That, yeah. That's I, not right. The, the teachers' unions, and and then they, yeah, they support all kinds of corrupt stuff. And it's against the will of some of the teachers. It's forced. Somebody said in the DLive chat that it's forced socialism is what it well, is. Well, I, I, I did have problems with you. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of stuff they do, you know. It's right. Like, it's like you pay, you pay money into it. Yeah. And they will protect you at a certain point. But, you know, when you're out there working at midnight, been on a 16 hour shift, they're out eating lunch and you're paying for it. Yeah. So I do understand that point. Right. Man, I ain't going to hold you up, man. I had a good conversation. It's a great man. call. I appreciate it. It's a good topic. I, I like that type of topic because it's what a lot of people are. Yeah, man, I can see the good and bad in both the sides of it. But yeah. I, 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 and I the companies, my... the, somebody said, oh, Hake has been a shill for the capitalist uh, huge corporations no. and stuff. I'm not. Those are people, it's evil versus evil for sure. No, I just say from my perspective of the two companies that I work for in this field, I prefer the union. Now, you know, different companies, different jobs, different unions, different stuff happens. Right. So from from, from my perspective, I worked for Mall Bell for years. So, you know, that's why I, I like them. Okay. Nice, man. Man, you have a good day, man. I you, you too. On your show. Appreciate you, Jeff. Take care. Oops, I hung up on him there, but I wanted to make sure I didn't hear that click again. I'm traumatized from that click. Uh, boy, oh boy. Unions. Uh, let's see here. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. I will get to you. Did you hear about this? I saw this on the far left female run outlet, the skim California versus Walgreens. The story from the ladies at the skim, those females, shout out. It's Women's History Month. That's why I played the uh, Who Are Parents. (laughs) California is breaking up with Walgreens. What's happening? Earlier this year, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, gave pharmacies. This is the Biden FDA. Just the scum of the earth gave pharmacies the okay to dispense abortion pills, baby-killing pills, to patients with prescriptions in states where it is legal. Walgreens and CVS were on board with the plan until last week. Walgreens, the country's second-largest pharmacy chain, announced that they won't be selling the abortion pill Mifiperstone, or whatever you pronounce it. Uh, Help me out, Lisa. (laughs) That... (laughs) Uh, Walgreens announced they won't be selling Mifipristone in 20 states. That's the abortion pill, right? It comes after the Republican attorneys general, AGs, in those states threatened to take legal action against pharmacies that provide that pill. Currently, Walgreens does not dispense the abortion pill in any state. However, it plans to distribute the pills based on where it is legal and operationally feasible. The company's stance sounds wishy-washy to me, right? Sounds like they're just going with the flow, trying to follow 
whoever is going to allow them to do whatever. But that has California Governor Gavin Newsom, sleazy scum of the earth Democrat, slicked hair, though, looks like a Chad, but is not. He's a beta. He said Walgreens just lost a big customer, as in California. What? So yesterday, Gavin Newsom, the beta governor from California, is meddling with Walgreens' business with other states. He announced the state will no longer work with Walgreens. He reportedly ordered commie capitalism, right? He reportedly ordered the California Department of Health and Human Services, HHS for California, to review all ties between the state and the company of Walgreens, including the state's two largest public insurance plans. Nearly 14 million low-income Californians, so-called low-income Californians, about one-third of the state's population is, is low-income, quote-unquote. They're on the public plan Medi-Cal alone. But it's unclear how much business those public insurance plans do with Walgreens. So Gavin Newsom said the state won't do business with Walgreens or any company that cowers to the extremists. Extremists who are not for baby-killing pills, right? And puts women's lives at risk. Oh, so Gavin Newsom is pretending to cherish women like Hake, but uh, not like Hake. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rite Aid and CBS have not announced a, pl- a change in their policies yet. Medication abortions account for more than half of baby killing in the United States. Uh, unborn baby, right? That's according to the skim. Following the overturn of Roe v. Wade, which is the ridiculous, you know, decision, Supreme Court misdecision in 1973 that said, oh, it's a it's a matter of privacy. There's a right to privacy. A woman and her doctor. Stupid. Abortion kills have been abortion kills. Yeah, it does. Abortion pills have become a focal point for so-called abortion rights supporters and anti-abortion activists, meaning pro-life advocates. Only time will tell how long the decades-old drug remains accessible to 40 million women nationwide. 40 million women would lose abortion access if courts block the pill, according to a study. So there's like this covert abortion pill network that's growing. Just the, just kind of like the, um... Those uh, bootleggers, people bootlegging their uh, alcohol. See if the abortion pill is legal in your state. These women love killing the babies. So sick, so wrong. Right? Uh, Never touch anyone. Stop having sex out of wedlock. How about that? (laughs) <laughs> if Hake flew ate, if Hake ate alpha jerky he'd fly his Dixie flag indeed I would I would uh, just a little promo here I need to order my more, more of my alpha jerky speaking of alpha coming up it is it's 9 it's 1035 1036 here in Los Angeles and I got my second missed call from junk mail calls uh, just this show or less but we got joel friday tv coming up are you ready for that extra hour hassan joel friday tv he gave the thumbs up um he's on from 11 to 12 
Pacific time every Tuesday. Next week he'll be on an hour earlier because we spring forward, guys. Joel over Friday TV on YouTube. I think he will be starting his audio podcasts, right? <laughs> All right. Let me get to John in Kentucky on the line. John, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Just nice. to get on to argue for a little bit. Cool. Appreciate it. Uh, do you ever do positive stories on the show? Oh, yeah. I or do. Or is it always just belly aching and complaining? <laughs> I like that word, belly aching. Yeah, I yeah, did a positive. Well, I did a positive song. Did you hear the Who Our Parents no, song? No, 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 no. I ain't been listening that long. I don't like your music either. Oh, okay. I'm talking, I'm talking about stories, man. Quit your belly aching about my music. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. The January 6th propaganda falling apart. That's a positive story. It's correcting a negative anyway. Explain, explain. So the mainstream media pretended that January 6th was an insurrection. And it was. Go ahead. And uh, Tucker Carlson and Hake, Hake has been doing this for ages, but it doesn't really sink in for, for you. But it, I, we proved that it was a mostly peaceful protest and not an insurrection we at all. We proved. Yep. Did you say we? Yes, we. Are, are you a lawyer or something? No, it was me and Tucker. Tucker and I proved that it was a mostly peaceful, it was mostly peaceful chaos. Another miss. Anyway, go ahead. I did. I, I did see a video of uh, this guy with a MAGA hat on speaking into the camera, saying, "Look, uh, talking to the police, saying y'all need to stop this. What's going on and stuff like that." Yeah, like he I was remember separate that. from what was going on. Right, but it was still Trump supporters. It was just the ones who were out of control. Yeah, but those weren't insurrectionists at all. It was a a riot. There was some people rioting. And they may have been Trump supporters, some of them, sure. They were out of line, for sure. All of them. Yeah. It was all of them. No. Have you ever heard of of Jaden X? James Earl, I mean, John Earl Sullivan? John Earl Sullivan. He was a Black Lives Matter grifter. He was not a Trump supporter. Oh, there's that one... Yeah, there's one. So you said you all. So that proves you wrong. You got any more? No, I don't need any more. I just proved so you wrong already. Nine point nine 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 was Trump. But okay. you don't even know. You're just making an assumption. You have no idea what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, but you know about. how y'all do y'all conspiracy theorists. Y'all said that um, conspiracy it was Black fact. Lives Matter, huh? Conspiracy fact. Yeah. yeah Go y'all ahead. said Black Lives Matter was in there. Um, uh, no, no, not not Black Lives Matter. What's the other group Antifa. called? Antifa. Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Y'all said Antifa was doing that, dressed up as like Trump supporters. We don't know. That's hilarious, man. Why is it hilarious? Hey, were you there? I wasn't. I was not. You man. I was not. So why I is it hilarious? Because you know, you know, you know, good and well that it wasn't no that gum at Antifa there. I don't know good and well anything. Other than that, it was not an insurrection. Why do you call it an insurrection? Because, man, they were going in them offices taking uh, taking uh, anything they wanted to. They took desks. They were in uh, Pelosi. Was that Pelosi's office taking stuff, doing stuff? And that's, that's an, an insurrection? insurrection man. That's an insurrection to you? Can you think of any other event that's ever happened in the course of American history where, where something like this has happened? Yes. 
Worse. Like what? Worse. Like what? The Black, Li- Civil War. the Black Lives Matter insurrection where they burned oh, down. Get out of here. They burned get down police. They burned down police precincts. They tried to burn people alive a, inside that courthouses. That was a white person that did that. That wasn't no black person. They, that was a they, white person. I don't care. It was Black Lives Matter. They tried to, and no, I don't know if they were Antifa. normally. That was Antifa. That wasn't no black. That's Black Lives Matter. Matter. Same thing. They are the same thing. No, it's not the same. Yes, thing. it is. It is. No, you, yes, can't, it is. you can't have uh, white people running around knocking windows. They're not out normal whites. And saying it's Those black are not lives normal whites. Matter. And that was you an insurrection. No this, stealing, stealing Nancy Pelosi's laptop is not an insurrection, buddy. Oh, it's you not. fell for the mainstream media, and you should know better. No, you're just a conspiracy theorist, Hake. You're the one who's, who's saying stuff and don't even have any proof about it. Well, I just look at the videos and stuff that come on TV. So See, exactly. I my, yeah, and, and what do you go by? I you go assume. by what I see on TV, too, and it's common sense. But I have a more clear mind, I guess, on this issue than sure you have. Sure you do. Sure you do. I it's have. your Thank job you. to be biased toward the information. It's your job. You would never admit to being wrong, and yeah, I have the other side being somewhat right. I admitted to being, I admitted to being wrong that Officer Sicknick died by a uh, by a fire extinguisher to the head. I was wrong about that. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. And why are you getting? Why are you turning all female and sarcastic on me when I prove you wrong? Talking about female and sarcastic. What are you talking about? Because you're going, oh yeah, that guy. I could, no, because I because I didn't know who who he was at first until you said the fire extinguisher. Yeah, so it was like okay, and the fire yeah, extinguisher had is. nothing to do with his death. It was fake and, news. Hey, there's nothing. There's nothing female about me, so I don't know what you're talking about when I say, "Oh yeah, that's just that's uh, called you denial." Know. Do you che- denial? do you cherish women? I love women, man. Nice. So does Jesse Lee and hey, if, no, if I love no, anyone, no, I love women. Don't get me started on that. I love women, though, man. Even though I'm married, man, the woman is like God's, uh, I mean, the woman is is, is, is God's gift to us, you know. <laughs> man, that's wild. I appreciate it, John. So, yeah, uh, that was a not, I was complaining, but I was happy that, that the record was being corrected on a big scale with Tucker's show. That's nice. But it's still a lot of people locked up, man. So, you know, justice... Uh, prevail somewhat in this country. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, you know, but yeah, that's, that's the best I can do as far as not belly aching. Appreciate it, John in Kentucky. Hey, as soon as you get off the phone with me, you're about to say something negative and start belly aching again. I guarantee you. <laughs> okay. I'm about to start the countdown. Starting right. at 10. Go ahead and hang up. All right. Happy, hang up. happy Women's seconds. History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and hang up. All right, back. All right. 10, 9, can I do it? Can I do it? Uh, Artie Art from Ohio is on the line. Art, how you doing, man? I'm Art. How you doing, Art? Doing well. Thank you. Uh, just to get off subject, what I was calling about, uh, I find it awfully funny or whatnot that uh, they, uh, they went to that basement or whatnot and uh, I guess was setting it. Explosives off in, off in that basement at the little uh, at the Capitol on the January the sixth, and I would go to say, well, how would who that sound like that might have been some inside knowledge? Because how would a person know how to get to that basement or whatnot to that Capitol or whatnot? And then on something that he said, uh, the last caller was saying, John of Kentucky, uh, I thought that I heard that they did find some uh, uh, Trump. Uh, 
Trump imposters or whatnot, some MAGA imposters that was Antifa that was down there at the Capitol. Well, I thought I heard that was actually found out that there was some Antifa that was dressed up in uh, Trump attire that was at the Capitol. So that's what I thought I heard. That actually came out. That may be. I don't know. I haven't paid too much attention to all this stuff. You know how you just get tired of this because the mainstream media is all pounding about January 6th like it was this big old thing. And they've yeah. forgot, long forgotten about Black Lives Matter tearing apart whole communities. And those people okay. don't have the money to build back. But uh, the feds, they can build back bitter, bitter enemies. Anyway, yeah. Well, why am I keep hearing about a dude with a, uh, with a horny things on his head or whatnot, going in there, uh, standing at a podium or whatnot, talking at the at the Capitol, what, what happened to all the people that was down there uh, throwing firebombs or whatever they was doing when they was in the basement throwing explosives at the Capitol? I hadn't heard, heard about this about- story, about the basement and the explosives. I remember hearing about a some, like, pipe bomb being planted outside somewhere, and they never found yeah. those people, and who knows who they were, but they some, somehow don't seem all that interested in finding out or incapable of finding out. I don't know. Allegedly, but that's what I'm saying. That, that's awfully funny that you're able to find all these other people that came into the Capitol, where yeah. not, but you can't find out find out the people that came in with explosives were allegedly let off explosives in the in the basement, which will let me know that they are they wasn't uh, Trump supporters or they wasn't there just to uh, come there to pr- protest freely. Which I found out that they had a uh, license to be down there uh, protesting, and the fact they got license from the state to be on the Capitol protesting. Yeah. So. True. So it wasn't, it wasn't even illegal, but my thing is this, if, if, if you so-called can't find the people that was letting off them pipe bombs in the uh, in the basement, that would let you know that they weren't, were not Trump supporters. They had to either be an Antifa or some, or some under, unknown terrorist that they obviously came there with masked up and came there with the intention to do that. That's why they didn't get caught. But they obviously had masks on or something to where you wouldn't be able to identify them. Right. Versus the, the people who came down there with their little MAGA stuff on. They just came down there to basically freedom to uh, protest and the, uh, the, free, the freedom that Americans have to protest on capital on capital property. So that's that's my point right there. Uh, my second thing is uh, it was something else. I was oh yeah the uh, the officer the officer that got killed down there was not. Yeah, he didn't get killed by no uh, fire extinguisher. I think they said, what did they say happened to him? Hey. Uh, he had a stroke, and maybe the stress of the event contributed to exactly. that stroke. Yeah. Exactly. It was, it was said that it, it was never shown, or something like that was never shown, allegedly, it, uh, on both of our ends or whatnot. Uh, allegedly, did I, I think they said something like it was never shown that he had head trauma or something, anything that said that he was hit by any fire extinguisher or any type of assault. It, all, all the problems he had was basically a natural causes or something like that. Wow. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I know that other cops I, were hit with a fire extinguisher by other, some other guy who was charged, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Different dude. But totally different guy, and he was not... He, was, he ended up being fine. People had problems. I mean, it was it was rough. People were moshing real hard, uh, fighting with uh-huh. the cops, which I don't support fighting with the cops, obviously, or breaking windows and stuff. But I don't know who those people yeah. were, and they weren't me. And uh, people, there's evil is in everybody, and everybody's capable of doing evil. And so well, why, I- why why are you only focusing on the 
Trump supporters who did wrong and not the Black Lives Matter, not your own selves, mainstream media type stuff. You know, it's very yeah. dishonest. Well, I thought, I thought, well, I thought an insurrection was more so like a revolt. Yeah, you an insurrection is a, is a power grab. That's when you yeah. take take over the government. By killing any type of any means, right. which ain't just fire uh, one pipe bomb going off in the basement. Yeah. It means that you're trying to set, set the whole capital on fire. Allegedly, you're pulling politicians out, taking them, hey, Hang them by a gallow, or right. or, or just uh, killing people in front of the camera. That's a, that's an insurrection. You talking about people just going in and breaking the window here and there, right. and walking peacefully peacefully through a line. Let alone, I just seen footage of two black cops saying that. I think they were saying the black cops were saying. I don't know word for word what they're saying. But from my understanding, they were saying that they were set up. The police were saying the police black cops were saying they were set up by the politicians or whatnot. When the whole uh, this whole so-called alleged alleged insurrection was going on, mean, and I guess they were saying that Nancy Pelosi was supposed to have had uh, more officers or something, or the National Guard down there, right. but she didn't. She called them off, and that cop, black cops were saying they were set up. Yeah, they ain't showing that video. They ain't showing that video. Wow. But I, I really, I really called in the. Uh, to talk about Joe Joe Anna from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, calling you last Friday. Okay, I don't remember her. Go uh, ahead. Uh, Joe, Joe, we I call him. Oh, Joe okay, Anna. Joe. Joe. <laughs> yeah, Joe Anna. Joe Anna. Sleepy Joe, Anna. Joe from Joe Phoenix, Anna. Arizona. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. He said he this this live tar said, "Do you trust Congress?" No, we don't. I mean, uh, who who would trust them, man? Right. You, I mean, if you if you've been alive for over the last uh, five to six years and all the stuff they've been doing has been illegal, uh, switch hitting uh, was good for uh, was good for me and and good for you and was good for you ain't good for me. So basically, they got two two tiers of uh, government, two tiers of law uh, uh, versus the Black Lives Matter and Antifa and uh, the MAGA. You you basically holding them. You not hold them uh, both to the same, the same caliber or the same constitution. Y'all making up rules as y'all go. Who will trust the government? Uh, slow Joanna from right. Arizona, man. And that's yeah. just only one thing. That's just only one thing to uh, think about. Let alone, did you hear the? Uh, did you hear about uh, the Zelensky dude talking about the Americans, uh, our American kids, or what? Not going to go have fighting the war? Did really? You know I did not yeah, hear that. Think, I, is he threatening that? Because if this war keeps dragging on, the other the whole world is going to have to go to war. Yeah, yeah. Zelensky yeah. of Ukraine. Yeah, Weak. and it's like, dude, you uh, just because that Biden regime is letting you run your mouth and talk all crazy, you don't run nothing. And uh, I can almost guarantee you, it ain't going to be a whole bunch of American kids that you think is going to be going to participate in that war. Cause no, we ain't, we don't support it, and it ain't it ain't the fact that we don't support it. Who would want to go fight for a uh, uh, for for a corrupt government that you don't know whether they just sending you out there just to just to die, just like how they set up the little pandemic or whatnot with this COVID nineteen? Don't nobody. If you were an American citizen, you seeing everything, well, you would not trust this government. How the, how it's being ran, the uh, people that's uh, in the government and whatnot. So I think that Zelensky, uh, he's uh. Joe Biden got uh, him fooled, and a lot of these liberals got him fooled. Because a lot of Americans ain't as dumb as what Zelensky thinks. We see what's going on. And then your man Sean Penn is over there talking about the actor that gave Zelensky yeah. that uh, that award. Oh, yeah. Talking about that they need more uh, more uh, planes or they need more tanks. And my thing is, I'm sitting there looking at Sean Penn. 
he looks like he's a, a paid off CIA operative agent of Whitmer. He looks like he on camera high off cocaine or something. Yeah. Like who ain't nobody ain't nobody listening to you. You a lame dude. Just I like agree. that uh Greta Thun thing there. We we ain't paying y'all I don't know how they getting all this airtime. We ain't paying y'all no attention, man. Go up back under that rock and hog. Thank you for your time, Heck. I'll catch you later, bud. Thank you, Art. Appreciate it, man. Take care. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, Snopes says Zelensky did say the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending our sons and daughters to war. He's not, is Zelensky sending his sons and daughters to war? Does he even have sons and daughters? However, he was talking about a hypothetical situation in which Ukraine loses the war against Russia that would lead to a broader conflict, so he, so he claims. Uh, I'm kind of happy because... China says that they're supporting Russia. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Um, some Super Chats, guys, real quick here. Uh, on Streamlabs.com slash The Hague Report, John WX25 says, Hippie white female plus multiple sex partners, sorry kids, plus LSD equals Ken, Bur- Ken Burns, a waste of flesh. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, loves soda, does not like juice, even though he should probably like juice. Uh, should I A, listen to Hake music, B, chew on aluminum foil while drinking bleach, or C, go to business with a basketball American? <laughs> go into business with a basketball American, meaning a black American. It's a racist dog whistle. Tough decision to make, <laughs> says Love Soda does not like juice. You should like juice, and, you should, and you're going to drink juice, and you're going to like juice, and you're going to like Hake music. Uh, Soul Conscious says, James! I want to wish the ladies happy women's history on your show. Nobody honors women better than you. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. Rick in Hampton, Virginia, wanted to talk about Trump in 2024. Hake's opinion? I'd be all for it, man. But now I cannot get to you. It's time for Hake music. And then after that, go to Joelle Friday TV. Joelle Friday TV will be streaming in about five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten or eleven or twelve minutes. <laughs> no, it'll be quick. It'll be quick. But now is the time for some music. This is Ohio by Coco Rosie. It is a um, cover from originally by Damien Jurado. Damien Jurado from the 1999 album Rehearsals for Departure. But this is from the 2005 compilation by a Believer magazine, the 2005 music issue. Coco Rosie does a cover of Damien Gerardo, Ohio. Adios, America. Bye. <laughs>